Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Tuesday, February 12th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, Virgin looks to expand in the U.S. Theresa May is expected to ask MPs for more time to overhaul her Brexit deal. And Merck releases trial data showing their drug Keytruda can help cut patients' risk of dying from kidney cancer in half. Then the FT's Ian Mott joins us from Madrid to tell us what to expect as the Spanish Supreme Court trial of 12 Catalan separatists begins today in Madrid. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. Virgin Group is preparing to mark its 50th anniversary, and founder Sir Richard Branson is laying out ambitious plans to push further into the U.S. market. Virgin has invested $2.3 billion in the U.S. since 2008. Most of that was in its airline, Virgin America, which it sold in 2016. The recent ramp-up in investments means Virgin is losing money in the U.S., but the company expects this money to be paid back over the next five years. Virgin is investing in cruise liners, hotels, and a train service in Florida. Sir Richard has even poured about a billion dollars of his own money into future space ventures. Virgin also hopes to find a partner for a U.S. version of Virgin Money, the company's financial services brand. The company is actively looking at banking opportunities in North America. Virgin's management prefers to build on an existing current account platform, where it can improve the experience for customers. The group hasn't found a likely partner yet, but it hopes to seal a Virgin Money U.S. deal this year. With just six weeks to go before the UK is due to leave the European Union, the EU's chief Brexit negotiator, Michel Barnier, told reporters on Monday that something has to give on the British side of negotiations on a revised Brexit deal. And today, Prime Minister Theresa May is expected to ask the UK Parliament to give her more time to secure a revised agreement with the EU. Some within May's own cabinet suspect she's deliberately running down the clock in order to get MPs to back a new version of her Brexit deal instead of risking a no-deal Brexit from the UK. High on the list of Mrs. May's priorities is to make changes to the so-called backstop in the exit treaty. The backstop is meant to prevent the return of a hard Irish border. The Prime Minister has promised to return to the House of Commons with either a revised deal or a progress report by February 27th. That's just a month ahead of Brexit on March 29th. And some good news for kidney cancer patients from U.S. pharmaceuticals company Merck. According to trial data published on Monday, Merck's cancer treatment drug, Keytruda, cuts patients' risk of dying from kidney cancer in half when taken in combination with a Pfizer drug. The trial showed an almost 50% reduction in risk of death and an almost 40% drop in the risk of the disease progressing or death. Merck had the best-performing stock in the Dow Jones Industrial Average last year, up 35.8%. That was helped by investors' excitement at the sales of Keytruda. The therapy is being used to treat non-small cell lung cancer, melanoma, and head and neck cancers, among others. The company has now submitted its first files for approval of the drugs used to treat kidney cancer. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. Twelve Catalan leaders have been charged with rebellion, sedition, and other crimes for allegedly helping to lead a separatist movement against Spain in 2017. That's when Catalonia voted to become an independent state, but Madrid ruled the vote unconstitutional. The trial for the 12 leaders starts today. But the trial isn't just playing out in Spain's Supreme Court. It's also happening in the court of public opinion. 
The FT's Ian Mount says the Catalan independence movement and Spain's central government in Madrid have been waging a public relations war. The pro-independence parties in Catalonia have made really canny use of social media and expositions and roundtables and academic environments to present the case in a very positive, non-confrontational light that describes it merely as an issue of free speech, of self-determination of, of, that any people should have. The central government of Spain did not actually really react to this, did not address this public diplomacy drive. And so the independence movement gathered a lot of sympathy with the arrival of the new government of the socialist prime minister, uh, Pedro Sanchez. They've begun to push back against this and to try to show that the secession drive was not supported by a majority of Catalans, that it was not only illegal under Spain's constitution, but would be uh, illegal under the constitutions of most countries in the world. And so they've done this on everything from sending out ministers and secretaries of state to to push the Spanish case with media, to social media, to creating videos. España es inclusión. España es diversidad which feature people like the Santander chairwoman Ana Botín. La Constitución española nos ha dado el marco adecuado para encauzar el periodo más largo de libertades. Jose Andrés, the Michelin star chef, Richard Gere, the actor who, who spends much of the year in Madrid, sort of praising Spain for being a, a country of democracy, of inclusion, of diversity, and not this sort of repressive country from the Middle Ages. This is the real Spain. And the separatists are actually saying that Spain's judiciary is not independent. Why do they say that? Well, part of that, I think, is simply tactical. If you've painted the judiciary as not independent and your defendants lose the trial, you can say that the verdict was pre-written and it obviously wasn't fair. There also have been some unfortunate incidents in recent months when they were re-electing one of the directing bodies of the judiciary. One of the spokesmen for the center-right uh, popular party, the Pepe, said in a message to a WhatsApp group in the Senate, you know, now we're going to control this part of the court from behind, which made it seem that they were going to give orders to the court. What does Madrid say in response to that? For Madrid, that is just another PR move and, and an untrue one from the separatist parties. Madrid says that the courts in Spain have been shown objectively again and again to be independent. They point to court cases such as the one that sent the king's brother-in-law to jail um, in a corruption case, another one that sent former um, Vice President Rodrigo Rato to jail in an, another um, corruption case. And they point out that the case that brought down the government of previous Prime Minister Mariano Rajoy, which dealt with corruption within his party, was brought to trial and decided while he was in power. And so if the government at the time was controlling the courts, it was doing a very poor job doing so because the courts turned around and produced a ruling that sent that party out of power. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... 
Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news.